Beginning a new Cheshben here. We're nearing the end. There are 30 Cheshbenes here in this Perek Shlishi of Cheshben Anefesh. And we've gone already 25 out of 30, Baruch Hashem. Hopefully it's been penetrating and we've been able to change, adapt to new ideas contemplating all of these various cheshbonis, different accountings that we should make with ourselves on many different subjects, all's many different subjects in Avedas Hashem. So Vahashish of Hashem, number 26. Cheshbonoi in Nafshoi, a person should contemplate with himself, Kishu'oi made b'mitzvah hamelech, when he sees that he is obeying the command of a king this is the law this is what the king says you have to do you have to obey his orders and the reason why we are following the orders of the king is you made we are listening to the king the command of the king because we're afraid of being punished so we have a king sets a law and we obey his law because we're afraid of retribution. We don't want to get punished. A small punishment, maybe it's a monetary punishment, maybe it's a physical punishment, maybe it's a, a, if it's embarrassing. So we don't want to get punished. Therefore, we obey his laws. So the Chavisavavah says that at that moment, when we're obeying the law of the king, we should at that moment contemplate to ourselves. It should come up in our minds and say, Why do I not feel the same way when it comes to Hashem's mitzvahs? Hashem tells me certain things. I could go here, can't go there. I could eat this, can't eat that. Why when Hashem's commandments, why don't I have that same feeling? And the person, if he's honest with himself, knows that I don't feel the same way, I don't feel the same compelled, the same fear, the same realness when it comes to obeying Hashem. And before we go to the contrast, as Chavis of Obis will tell us, the contrast between the two, let's give over as best as I can from my great Rebbe Ramatisio, the marshal he gave for this, so on target. Because we don't really deal, certainly not in our country, but in most of the world today, we don't deal with kings. Certainly we deal with government, we deal with the the law of the land, and we have certain laws that we have to obey. But let's get it down to something very practical that we could all relate to. And the marshal is like this. The marshal is that we all drive... And when we drive our car, whether it's local driving, highway driving, we know that there's a speed limit. There's a law. We have to obey the speed limit. And it does happen from time to time that a person could maybe speed a little bit more than the speed limit. He could accelerate a little bit more than the speed limit. And let us say for for an example... The speed limit is 55 on this particular highway. 
and not so many cars on the road, so he feels quite safe and confident and comfortable to go 80 miles an hour. Okay, and he's cruising along at 80 miles an hour, very confident and sure of himself that he can do this. And all of a sudden, out of the corner of his eye, he sees up ahead a car that has sirens and lights on top of it. And all of a sudden, he hits the brake, starts slowing down. What happened over here? What happened? The person was okay doing what he was doing, driving the speed he was driving at, feeling confident that he's safe and secure. And all of a sudden, there's a policeman. There's a policeman in the car up ahead. And all of a sudden, we start obeying the law. And we know it's true. Even a, a stronger feeling. We're going 80 miles an hour, and all of a sudden we see a cop behind us. He doesn't have his lights on yet, but our stomach sinks from where it usually is about 10 feet down. Oh no, did he see me? Is he going to catch me? What happened over here? This is someone who is in the Chavis Avavis's example of Here we all of a sudden have altered our ways to obey the law of this person who has authority over us. Because we're afraid of the punishment we're afraid of the punishment if we transgress, if we disobey what he is in charge of and that is not going over the speed limit or not, not too much over the speed limit which they also will feel is considered illegal. So it says the Chavis this is the moment when we start slowing down, because we see in the corner of our eye up ahead a policeman, and we start slowing down, oh, I better slow down, and I don't want him to catch me. And why are we start slowing down? Let's, let's be honest, because we don't want to get punished. We don't want to be pulled over. What's the, what is the police? What's the worst he's going to do? There'll be a fine, there'll be a ticket, maybe you feel a little bit embarrassed, but what is it already? What is it? that he's going to do. What could he do? Maybe he'll give a, a ticket with, with a, a penalty. Maybe it will cost you points on your license. But what major catastrophe. But yet a person naturally is afraid of, of disobeying authority when he feels and he knows that there's punishment. He didn't feel it till now. But as soon as he realizes, oh, there is a cop and he could be seeing me. I don't know if he saw me yet, but he could see me. Then all of a sudden I obey. So says the Chavis of Ovis, this Cheshben is a Cheshben with oneself. When we start obeying the commandment of the king, the appointment of authority, the, the obeying what the policeman is there for. Aren't you afraid of any punishment if we disobey him? And at that moment, says Chavis Avos, we should start thinking in our own mind. That is not a question of maybe Hashem is going to see me doing this Avera. Maybe Hashem is going to catch me doing this sin. Hashem is there all the time watching at every moment what I'm doing. So Chavis Avos says, look, HaKadosh Baruch who created kings and police force and authority for this marshal. And we take the marshal even further. That, truth be told, 
these laws that the of of traffic laws of speed laws these laws are really for our own safety for the safety of those on the road now we understand it's true that you could be a safe driver and you could go a little bit over the speed limit and you're still within the safe bounds in terms of the safety but in general they make these laws that people can't go over the speed limit because that's how most accidents happen from being careless from speeding you wouldn't drive on a on a a, a one-way street the other way Mono, I have to get to the other side if that's the fastest way to get. You wouldn't do that because it's dangerous for you, it's dangerous for the other drivers. So really all of this is for our own good. And we know that we will obey when we're scared of getting caught. So the mitzvahs and the marshal is the same thing. The mitzvahs are there for our own good. Just remind myself of a of a Maisa. And Rabbi Shalom Shradranzatzal used to say, whenever he was speaking, giving a drasha, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the drasha, uh, another idea would pop in, or a story would pop in this end. He took that as a Simon Hashemayim, that he should be saying it over. So I'll interject right now, remind myself that Ramayisha Sternbuch, Shlita, Zokin of Rosh Hashiva and Ravin, Eretz Yisrael, said that he heard from Rebbe Yalapian. That one time Rebellion Lapiana was enraged by the Chofetz Chaim. When the Chofetz Chaim says, quickly, everybody has to come to my house tonight. Please gather in my house. I have something very important to tell everybody. And they gathered there, the Tamidim of the Yeshiva, and those who were in town, in the small town in Raden and Poland. They gathered there. The Chofetz Chaim says, I just had an unbelievable new idea, new thought this morning when I was davening. Eloikai, Neshomish, and Nesatabi. We say, Hashem, this neshama, this soul that you gave me, neshama shenasat mistahiri, it's pure, atavarosati yitzarta, you fashioned it, you created it, viata osid lahachazirah bi, laosilavai. And you in the future will give it back to me, you'll return it to me. And the Chavitz Chaim says, I noticed that in the hay at the end of the word, ulahachazirah, there's a dot inside. And that dot means. It's a mapik hay, which means not ulach zira, and you will return a neshama, but you will return this neshama exactly how it is when it leaves this world. Ulach zira, you will return it, this neshama, you will return it back to joining the guf, la'asad lavai. So the Chavetz Chaim says, I, it hit me like a, like a ton of bricks, wow. Whatever we do to the neshama, however we create the neshama to be, however we build up the neshama, that's what's going to be lost and lovely. In the future, we're going to get back that neshama. So these mitzvahs that we're doing, they're for our own good. They're to build up our neshama, they're to make our neshama good, they make the neshama great, because that's the neshama that we're going to remain with forever and ever. So it's for our own good, just like the traffic laws. And we know it's for our own good, but yet the Yetzirah tries to pull us away. So here we have a cheshman. Look, we, we would not disobey a human being who has authority and has the ability to punish. How could we not think that a Baruch who sees everything, watches everything that we do? This is really the uh, the first halach in Shulchan Aruch. Rebellion Lapian also used to say the First halakhit shokhanoruch, which is in Urachayim, 
Simon Aleph, Sif Aleph, the Torah and the Mechaber both write, the Shavuot writes, that a person should be Yizgabre Kari Lamed Baboy, get up like a lion in the morning. So he used to say, he used to tell the Bach Rebbe in his yeshiva, he says, look, after 120, you're going to stand before the heavenly tribune, you're going to stand by, by the Bezden Shalmala. And then you say, all right, let's see if this person kept the halacha. You know, we open up to the first page, the first halacha. You say, okay, did you get up, spring out of your bed like a lion? So he says, I don't want to fail the test on the first question. So he says, that's what's going to happen to you. Nah, oh, let me sleep it out. Let me snooze another six minutes. And then a second time, I schlep out of bed. This is the first halacha. You don't want to get it wrong on the first question. So in the first halacha of the Ramah, in Simon Aleph, Sif Aleph, the Ramah says, Shivisi Hashem lenegdi summit, that Hashem should always be before us. It says the Ramah like this, Ki ein yeshivas ha'odam, utunuoisav, v'asogov, v'ulavadim v'esai. You can't compare someone who's just sitting in his house alone and all of his moves, all of his actions, whatever he would be involved in. It's not comparable when he would be sitting, when he would be interacting, when he would be involved. It's certainly not the same if he was sitting there and there was a great king sitting before him. And it's his speech that comes out of his mouth. He speaks whatever comes to mind. When he's just with family members, just with friends. It's certainly not the same kid when he's sitting in the presence of a king. When a person will take the heart that this king, this great king, is Hashem himself. He fills the entire world. He's sitting right there and he watches everything. So these Mishalim, the Shulchan Aruch is saying, the Ramah is saying it, the Chavisvav is saying it, this is what we have to use these Mishalim for. We realize that we have in the world authority and we behave in a certain way when we're with, with certain people because we're just in awe of their presence, because we're afraid that we don't want to get them upset, we don't want them to punish us. So this we have to take and extrapolate from that. How is it if we realize that really Akadosh Baruch is also always present, always there, he's always at the side of the road watching every move that we make. Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit. Agutanacht.